At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Hour three of VEASAN Primetime here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. That gentleman right there, normally Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback, but it's Jeff Parles, pride of Mizzou. I am not a former Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback. I can guarantee you on that. And he had Missouri plus 28 and a half last week to cash that ticket. against. I I did not. I did not. That was a disaster. I'll say that. Well, you know what? I might need a little bit of your advice in the next segment because I'm thinking of fading the Purple Cats, and maybe you know Ooh. a thing or two about the old Ooh. K-State Purple Cats who have got some got some helmets that, man, people are really excited about. Um, thanks to Michael Severe uh, for jumping on, giving us the latest on what's happening in Nebraska. Um, he's all in on the Matt Campbell train. We'll see. Um, it, it feels like the uh, the hype meter on Campbell at Iowa State has kind of started to hit a plateau, right? He was going to be the next head coach at USC at, you know, if Notre Dame ever had an opening, which they did, and now he's still in Ames, Iowa. But maybe they have a decent year and and he's, you know, ready to get out, get big money from Nebraska. We will see. Uh, but you, I, I feel like if Nebraska is going to have success, in my opinion, ever, they got to go with someone who is – very familiar with the area, but Scott Frost is a legend there. So who knows? Maybe it's just a lost cause and, you know, just, just turn your eyes to Nebraska ball. The, the Gary Patterson one's interesting because Gary Patterson can coach, but you, you, how are you going to sell hiring a 62-year-old, a 62-year-old uh, 
as your as your head coach and looking into the future. I mean, it just it's it's just it just it's just amazing what has happened in that program, Tim, where they obviously were as good as anyone for 20 years and now can't get out of their own way. As a young lad uh, watching Nebraska, I felt like, would they ever lose? That was the way I, I thought. I mean, they would have lost in 1993 against Notre Dame, but, you know, thank you, Tom Coughlin, for that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see if they can get back. Look, I was one of the dopes that bought in on them to uh, to win the Big Ten West this year. I guess it's possible but I would say rather unlikely now. But it leads us to this discussion because game of the year lines come out over the summer, and uh, we love Chris Andrews over the South Point. He joins the show every Friday. I think he's very a well-respected mind, um, and you know we've had him on the Visa Network, obviously everywhere. And I, I always think it's kind of a fun discussion to look at. Okay, what did the odds makers think back in June? And what is the market saying now? And let's start with Oklahoma and Nebraska. I mentioned it to Michael Severe last hour, but if you missed it, it opened Oklahoma minus three at Nebraska. When this number resurfaced here at Circa, Jeff, it mm -hmm. was 16. And it has been a steady move down to 10 and a half at BetMGM, 11 pretty much market wide, and then an 11 and a half here at Circa. So the game of the line year was minus three. It's, let's just say for argument's sake, 11 right now. Is this too big of an overreaction to what has gone on in Nebraska? Is Nebraska the right side of this play on Saturday? Oh, man. <laughs> so I thought three was kind of ridiculous. It, it, it seems when, short. When, it seems short. Yeah. Now, 16 was ridiculous also. so By the way, as we always say, and, and if someone's out there who has both sides, well, well done. done. You're well done. With, you're sitting with a wonderful middle opportunity. You're doing there. nothing. Yeah. You're, you're, I, I you, was not. You got, your, you, got your, uh, you got your beverage of choice. Just sit back, relax at noon Eastern, and enjoy the program. But, I, Tim, I, man, o o Oklahoma took a long time to get away from Kent State last week. Sure did. And it's three nothing in the second. That, I mean, it, it, that that conference, the MAC, is as a whole to me is is bad. That's we'll get to one of my write up picks a little bit later. We're gonna be fading that conference yet again. But I, I think the number's right. I think the current number is right at ten and a half, eleven. I think that is right. I don't have a bet at that. If you made me bet it, I would only take with Nebraska. Yeah. But if you got no, if you got fourteen like you did. Job well done. If you got it at the open at 16, job well done on Nebraska. And if you laid three with Oklahoma months ago, yeah, you're feeling even great. better job. Yeah, yeah, that is the best. That's the the five star. Uh, well done. Uh, if you if you had that, yeah. To your point, look, I, I have I'm sitting here with an over nine win ticket in pocket on Oklahoma, mm -hmm. and we talked about it over the summer. I was I was at summer league. I was sitting with Amal Shaw, our a, a colleague who was uh, on the show yesterday, and we were just looking at the schedule. And I felt like Jeff Levy coming into town, Dylan Gabriel as his quarterback. What I said on the show over the summer was, to me, it felt more likely that they'd be 10-2 and two than 8-4. and four. Then the 9.5s popped, and I know a bunch of people at the network, including Matt Humans, uh, took the under. I don't disagree with that. But this was the swing game for me with this win total bet, was 
Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Can they win this game? Because if they win this game, Oklahoma, that is, you get Kansas State at home, Texas is a neutral site game, you get Baylor at home, you get Oklahoma State at home. So to me, at worst case, I felt like they're six and three in conference, and then, you know, we're sitting pretty, or not pretty, we're sitting with a push. So that's where I, uh, this was always a swing game for me. I do think it's it's a little too much. Like you said, I would take the 11 or pass. And uh, fortunately, uh, on Sunday, when I pulled out the app, I said, whoa, 14? I'll go ahead and take that one. All right, Texas A&M and Miami is a fascinating situation this weekend because Texas A&M, this was not a fluke last weekend, folks. They got outclassed, even more so than Notre Dame against Marshall. I, I'm, it was It was bad. I mean, they got outgained by over 200 yards. They had less than 200 yards of offense against Appalachian State, who was coming off of a double overtime marathon against North Carolina. They couldn't stop North Carolina. Right. (laughs) App State couldn't stop North Carolina, who does have a prolific offense, but then they couldn't get anything against Appalachian State, Texas A&M, that is. The game of the year line was Texas A&M minus seven. Right now, the line is sitting at Miami uh, catching, I believe, five in this game. Five and a half, yeah. I'm staying away from this because it does feel like Miami is going to be an incredibly popular dog fresh off of this A&M loss. This place is going to be as juiced up as an environment. Look at that time right there, 9 p.m. Eastern. That means 8 o'clock Central. That is as late of a kickoff as you could really ever get. Uh, down there in College Station. That crowd's going to be juiced up, ready to go. Uh, I just, I have a lot of questions about Jimbo Fisher and the way he orchestrates his offense, but I, I'm not all the way there yet on Miami. What has Miami done to this point? Jeff played Bethune-Cookman, congrats, and, you know, kind of struggled against a Southern Miss team that was out there starting quarterback Ty Keys. So this is a pass for me. Game of the year, seven. Line sitting at five and a half. I think most people, if I had to guess... This will be a public dog play on the Canes because of what they saw, rightfully so, last Saturday with App State. A&M losing last week was the worst possible thing for me because I was fully prepared to bet Miami in this game. And you probably would have got north of seven. Yeah, I would have. I probably would have got seven and a half, maybe even eight. And And I would have been all over the Canes, who I think are at worst of equal talent of A&M. I think A&M, A&M going into the year I had is the most overrated team to begin with anyway because it's hard to dictate what a team that's fully based off of transfer portal and recruits and young recruits only basically like Miami with a, or excuse me, like A&M with a quarterback. I didn't really trust going into the year for the Aggies, but at this number now, I think the, I think the move is proper. I think you're right. I think Miami is going to be in every, uh, every square betters account this week. Uh, they may even end up being in my account by the end of this week, but <laughs> it's, I, I, it's, just, it's just, it's Tim, it's just a shame that A&M lost that game because I was fully prepared for a number north of seven and I was going to be all over the Canes. And what I would say about this, too, is the reason I'm passing on this is I can't lay five and a half with Texas A&M, not right after what I saw last week. No way. But I think even though they didn't, even though App State absolutely outplayed them, this is kind of the opportunity where, uh, you know, I'm I'm ready to ride and I feel like Miami will be uh, the, the other side. Okay. A game with a really big move from the game of the year line. Michigan State opened six and a half back in June. They are now catching three and a half. So we have seen a nine-point move here. The market has really backed Washington in this spot. 
Mel Tucker did say, I believe yesterday, that Jaden Reed, who I, I think he had cut his leg pretty significantly at the Akron game, he said he's going to be ready. He, he will be ready when he's ready. So well, what does that mean? Didn't really give much of a, <laughs> a promise there. Um, you know, neither one of these teams have been tested all that much. Michigan State, Western Michigan, and Akron. I'll say this: the Western Michigan game, even though they covered, uh, it was it was twenty-one to thirteen going into the fourth quarter against Western Michigan, a team from the MAC that's yeah. not really playing all that well. I bet Washington at two. It's now over that key number of three and a half. I really, I'm a big Kalen DeBoer guy. I love what I've seen from Michael Penix, at least in the two games that we've seen from Washington. Haven't been tested all that much. I think this is too much movement, though. At three and a half, I, I would stay off. Uh, if you'd got the six and a half with Washington back in uh, June, well done. But uh, I think there's a bit of an overreaction, but it's also one of those games that you know I like to bet. This is an unranked team laying points against uh, uh, the 11th ranked team in the country. Well, that's look, that's always uh, always a good angle, as you know. One I like. As you know, Tim. Uh, but this is one of those where, again, good job getting the two by you. Three and a half, it would be Michigan State or pass at three and a half for me. Final one, Auburn opened Game of the year as a one-point favorite against Penn State. And now the Auburn Tigers are catching three at home. Ride with the dog a little bit here? No, thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. Well, we'll see what Jeff Parles is riding with. He writes up games, as do I, on VEASAN.com. Each and every week, we'll get a little glimpse at what games caught Jeff's eye next right here on VEASAN Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love. BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week visit betmgm for terms and conditions must be 21 or older and physically located in nevada please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 alongside jeff parl sitting in for sean king tonight i am tim murray we're live from the circus sportsbook in downtown las vegas inching closer to the start of week two of the nfl season where you get the los angeles chargers Visiting the Kansas City Chiefs, the number in that one sitting at four uh, in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Real quickly, before we get back to college football, did your opinion change on the Chiefs after what we saw in week one entering this year? A little bit. Not not a, not a lot, but a little bit. I still thought they would be in the playoffs. I had them finishing second in the West with these Chargers mm-hmm. winning the division. But, uh, look, uh, it, it was just a nice little reminder of how good number 15 is. Yeah. <laughs> Just a reminder that Patrick Mahomes is still the best player in this league. He's still the best quarterback on planet Earth, regardless of how good Josh Allen may be. Patrick Mahomes is still better than him. I'd still rather have him in a big game than anyone else. Uh, and look, Arizona has a lot of problems, but that was awfully impressive from Kansas City on Sunday. Yeah, I agree. And I'm, I've, I've said it the past couple of days, I, I'm mad at myself. Uh, Sean gets mad at me when I bring it up, but we talked about it during the offseason. I said, you know, I, I feel like all of this, even if it's superfluous and, you know, people who don't really know what they're talking about are trying to make a hot take or saying, oh, he's not a top five quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, or, you know, the Chiefs have, are going to be lost without Tyreek Hill. They're not. No, they're, they're fine. They're, they're, <laughs> I mean, they, they would like Tyreek Hill, but they've got other pieces, and they have, as you mentioned, uh, a, a difference maker. So, you know, we'll see what their defense. Fascinated to see tomorrow night. Um, as of right now, uh, no play for me. Uh, anything for you on this game at this point? I probably will end up on Kansas City at four. Okay. I, I just That loss of Keenan Allen, we saw when Allen went out of that game last week, we saw the Charger offense, which – wasn't prolific by any stretch for their standards in, at any point in that game. But I thought they really went a little backwards when Allen got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a lot to ask of 
uh, those other wide receivers that are going to have to play in that game. Well, you're going to see a lot of Josh Palmer, a lot of DeAndre Carter scored a touchdown on Sunday, but that's a lot to ask against KC. All right, let's get to the games you will be uh, writing up on vison.com. Hey, the Mets hit a homer. There you go, Jeff. Only five more runs to go to oh, tie yeah. the game Only against down the Cubs. Six to one. Yeah. Um, right. So each and every week, uh, myself, mm-hmm. Jeff Parles, uh, Adam Burke, uh, Danny Burke as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we write up games. I think Jonathan Von Tobel will uh, chime in as well on vcin.com, our best bets for the college football season. Uh, I had a one in one week last week. You live by the hook, you die by the hook. At Georgia State, plus seven and a half, they lost by seven. And I had Army plus two and a half, went to overtime and lost by three. So uh, I thrive to do better. We'll do better. We'll talk about a couple of my plays, but you have written yours up. Uh, and boy, oh boy, we're going to DeKalb, <laughs> baby. What do we got? with the fighting Huskies of Northern Illinois and the Commodores of Vanderbilt. So, so Tim, can't I, wait for this oh, one. It's, look, you throw out the record books when the SEC plays the Mac. You on know, the road. You, you know that. Yes, on the road, no less. Uh, only regression could come for me. I went 2-0 last week. There you so, go. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, laying the lumber with Michigan State. Uh, 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 with Against 30, Akron. 34 and a half was no sweat. That's no, ridiculous. Was uh, as that was, and then Kentucky got, got home for me last week. So, SEC versus Mac, Vanderbilt, the first two weeks now, week zero against Hawaii. We have to figure out how much of that was Hawaii, how much of that was Vanderbilt. True. Probably a little bit of both, probably leaning a little bit more towards that being Hawaii being just absolutely horrible. Week two against Elon, defense wasn't great for Vanderbilt, but their offense played well. Mike Wright played well in that game. Last week against Wake Forest, it kind of came unglued. Not much of a shock. Wake is a legitimate top 20 team. Uh, Sam Hartman finally played after his uh, medical issue. Uh, Mike Wright got benched in the middle of that game for Vanderbilt. Uh, Clark Leia said yesterday that Wright will get the start again uh, in the Cobb against Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois last week against Temple was down three scores, or two scores at halftime and came back, took the lead, and ended up blowing the game but covered. I, Tim, call me a power five snob here. Call me someone who dislikes the Mac this year from a betting perspective, but I'll take Vanderbilt on the road Ooh. getting two and a half, three against the Mac team, even though it may be the best Mac team in a bunch when it's all said and done uh, in Northern Illinois. But Husky struggled to put away Eastern Illinois week one. So I think they're closer to that team than they were to the team we saw last week in Tulsa. So I'll take Vandy plus two and a half. I, I saw three earlier as well. That wasn't there for long, but two and a half is good. Money line plus one fifteen, plus one twenty is good as well in the doors. Taking the candy with uh, with Vanderbilt oh sure sure am up there in, uh, <laughs> up there in DeKalb. Godspeed. Uh, I, I wish you the best uh, for uh, for the old Northern Illinois Huskies there. And then I I don't know where you're going with this game. Um, <laughs> you. This is the sickos committee. Uh, game I mean, I week. love it. I love it. I'm curious which way you're going. So. All we've got on our paper here is we've got Nevada and Iowa. So Nevada, <laughs> Nevada, ladies and gentlemen, uh, got off to a riveting start to the season. I had Texas State plus five, and that closed Texas State a favorite. Good old CLV because they lost by like 14. <laughs> uh, New Mexico State in week one, Nevada beat 23 to 12, despite, I believe, being outgained. And then the realization came home when Nevada played Incarnate Word this past weekend, 
Uh, Incarnate Word's old quarterback, by the way, is now the starting quarterback at Washington State, as is their offensive coordinators there, and they pulled off the upset. Shouts to uh, Cam Ward last weekend uh, there in uh, in Madison to get that win. There you go. Iowa has scored 14 points this year, and they're laying 23 and a half, a total of 39 and a half. What on earth are you doing with this game, Jeff? Uh, look, sometimes it just keep it, keep it, uh, keep it simple, stupid. With this, Iowa, I'm not sure they are capable of scoring 23 points. That's the big concern here. Now, you laid it out. Nevada needed a whole bunch of luck week one against New Mexico State, who's terrible. They beat Texas State, which uh, was the closing line value game of the year. Not good for you. Proud to be a part of at that. At all. Yep. Um, and then last week, uh, by the way, Lindsey Scott Jr., who was, I'm pretty sure, at Mizzou while I was still covering the team. So that's how long ago it was. Uh, was the quarterback for Cardinal Word and was awesome last night, last week uh, against Nevada. Over 50 points for the Cardinals in that game. But I'm just not certain that Iowa is capable of scoring 23 points in order to cover this game. So, look, this could very easily be 24 to nothing, Iowa. Iowa's defense could score two touchdowns in this game. But until proven otherwise, I don't think they should be favored against anyone at the FBS level, regardless of how bad they are. Maybe Colorado, actually. But regardless, I'll take with Nevada, and I am uh, not planning on watching this game. That's all I'll say. This will be one of those we set it and forget it and then see if the money's in the account three hours later. Godspeed. Uh, I would not take points with Nevada. <laughs> I uh, I know it's Iowa, and uh, I get it. Uh, team total, by the way, I'm looking at one shop right now. Team total on Nevada, eight and a half. So, <laughs> this is, I mean, it's, it, it's a 31 and a half on Iowa? 30 and a half. 30 and a half? Yeah. Um, Maybe just take both of them. I under. think Nevada loses twenty-one to negative three. I think that'd some, be a heck of a final. Somehow Nevada is that god awful uh, that they are given negative points there in Kinnick. Um, yeah, Godspeed. Best of luck. You know, sometimes it pays the. And I'm one who gets dirty. You know, I'll get in the slop. Look, I'm looking at my card right now. Uh, let's see, Bowling Green plus eighteen against Marshall. Letdown spot. Uh, I took a little on Buffalo after they just lost to Holy Cross on a Hail Mary to Coastal uh, to Holy Cross, and they're at Coastal Carolina. But the one that intrigues me, and now I'm kind of piggybacking off our guest last uh, last night in Brad Powers, it was on my list, Tulane. Mm-hmm. So Tulane's going to Kansas State. Tulane, or excuse me, Kansas State just smoked your alma mater. It wasn't 40, a contest. 40 to 12. And I, I think this... Tulane team is one that, you know, is capable of of keeping this thing close. They've got a veteran quarterback in Michael Pratt. They returned 17 starters. So I think this is maybe a bit of an overreaction to what we've seen so far from Kansas State this year. And I do think situationally it works to the favor of the Green Wave. Next week, Chris Kleiman and his crew go to Norman to try to pull off a big old upset against the top 10 team in the country. Now, Kansas State is wearing some sweet lids. I'm a little worried about that. Team seems fired up to be rocking some cool yep. alt uniforms. But give me the green wave. There you Catching go. Catching two touchdowns. That's Jeff. I'm Tim. It is Visa Primetime.
time with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSEN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSEN show hosts and guests, 24 7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Or you can save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports betting network. Alongside Jeff Parle, sitting in for Sean King this evening, I am Tim Murray, and a gentleman you hear on uh, the weekends, along with Matt Humans on Sunday Bet Prep. That show airs on Saturdays nights, is Scott Spritzer, and he joins us right now. Scott, appreciate it. Uh, we were just talking a whole lot about college football earlier this hour and looking at some of those opener lines back in the summer and how they compare to where they are right now and one of the games that you want to hit on is one that we mentioned. So back in June, Michigan State was opened as a six-and-a-half-point favorite here in town, and now they're a three-and-a-half-point road dog. So when you look at the matchup Saturday night in Seattle, uh, what are you looking at with Michigan State now catching three-and-a-half against the Huskies? Yeah, I think, first of all, I was a little surprised that it crossed over two three-and-a-half uh, I thought maybe three at most Washington, and I didn't even agree with that number as far as my ratings say. And, you know, I had Michigan State a one-point favorite over the summer, so I had held off until this line was posted. You can tell where I'm going, obviously, yeah. with my line showing them a short favorite, my power rating. Uh, here's one of the things, like a, a kind of a, a false record that's out there is a lot of people are talking about, and they do this with college basketball too, about home unranked favorites over ranked opponents coming into town. And that really hasn't been a thing for about 20 years, you know, especially it's used a lot in college basketball, but you hear it a lot now starting to at least in college football. So I throw that out the window. It's not really been a factor. What I do like about Sparty is they've covered seven in a row outside of big 10 play. I, I love a dog who can run and stop the run. And they held its first two opponents to 81 yards rushing per game. They ran themselves for about six yards per pop against Western Michigan. So the level of opposition hasn't been outstanding by any means, and it gets a little tougher this week, but they still did what they need to do when they're on the field. And I'm not completely sold on them yet, Sparty, but uh, this Washington football team seems like they're being given a lot of credit as though they've made night and day improvements over last year's team that lost seven of the last eight games. And remember, they lost their opener last year to Montana. They're definitely better than a season ago. The talent is there to make a little bit of a jump, but it's tough to gauge how much since they've played Portland State and Kent State thus far. They got outrushed by Kent State by a few yards, and they allowed about four yards per pop. It's a little bit scary to me with Michigan State coming to town, being able to run the football. So I think Michigan State plus the three and a half is the way to go here. Scott, let's look at another game featuring a uh, a Big Ten versus Pac-12 matchup. This time in the Twin Cities of uh, for Minnesota hosting Colorado. We have seen really one-way traffic on the Golden Gophers here. Uh, almost laying a full four touchdowns now. 27 and a half now on Minnesota. 
Yeah, I jumped on Minnesota guys, and this is just me playing against Colorado until they beat me a couple of times. I've <laughs> gone against the Buffaloes twice so far this season. We've cashed both times. I mean, you know, I just saw it wasn't too long ago when Bill McCartney, the old Buffaloes coach, uh, uh, celebrated his 82nd birthday, I believe it was, and I was going back and looking back at that record. I, I grew up in Omaha, so we were starting to coach at Colorado when he decided to make Nebraska a rival. So I remember, you know, of course, the Big Eight when it was Nebraska, Oklahoma, and Colorado over the last oh, eight to ten years that McCartney was there. Their record his last six years as head coach in Boulder was 58-11 and 11 under Bill McCartney. That's how far this program has dropped off the cliff. They played a lot of musical chairs with coaches, and now they've got a coach on a hot seat. But it almost seems like there's not a lot of care from the administration to help get this program back on track. I think this game really comes down to Minnesota if they're focused for the entire four quarters. They don't turn the ball over. I think they end up winning this game by five touchdowns. Look at TCU. They ran for 275 yards on almost 10 yards per carry against the Buffs. Then you've got Air Force, so you know they're going to do one thing. They're going to run the football. They only threw five passes the whole game. They still ran for 435 yards on almost seven yards per carry. And, again, that's an offense. You know what's going to, what they're going to do, and you still couldn't stop them. Uh, their gap responsibility, their attention to that is not good on defense for Colorado. And Minnesota, they've got one of the best running backs in all of college football. I think they just do what everybody else does, run the football at Colorado, their gap responsibility is severely lacking, and I think they win this game by five touchdowns. It really does come down to me to whether or not Minnesota stays focused for the entire four quarters. We're talking to Scott Spritzer. You can follow him on Twitter, at Scott Wins, and he'll be getting you ready for the NFL card on Saturday nights with Matt Humans, and then that show will replay uh, through the evening hours and early morning hours for you guys on the East Coast. You know, final thought on Colorado uh, before we jump to the NFL. I, I don't know why books were still hanging a three and a half. There was one. I, I laid minus 190 and I laid two dollars on under three and a half. I just didn't see how this team would get there. And, and they've kind of proven us right, as, as Scott is hinting at as well. Uh, heading to the NFL, uh, we talked about this early on in the show, Scott. The Detroit Lions will be a favorite, or at least are right now, a favorite for the first time in 24 games. They're a one-and-a-half-point favorite against the Commanders on Sunday. We've seen some movement in the Lions uh, Lions side from pick to two-and-a-half, then back down to one-and-a-half today. So the Lions got all that hard knocks buzz, did get a backdoor cover week one against uh, the the, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, Scott. Is this a spot where the Lions take care of business as a favorite? I don't think they will. You know, I really don't. And, you know, Washington was as much as a two and a half point favorite earlier this summer, a few months ago, back in like May in a couple of books. So those summer markets had them, you know, a good four points different from where it is now. They've been as much as a two and a half point dog earlier this week. I I agree with this week's number moving towards Washington. Uh, The commanders weren't too hot against Jacksonville and Detroit was not nearly as good as that three point loss would indicate against Philly. I had my three best bets on that show with Matt humans on Saturday night and the loss was Philly. And I was feeling pretty safe with that one over my two that won throughout (laughs) most of that game. So uh, Detroit was not nearly as good as a three point loss would indicate give by the way, credit to Carson Wentz for the commanders. He had a couple of picks in that game, but he connected on 27 to 41 at about 7.6 yards per pass, four touchdowns. Jalen Hurts didn't put up big numbers through the year last week against Detroit, but he didn't have to. They ran 
all over this Lions defense. Washington doesn't have that kind of ground game, nor do they have a quarterback who can churn out yardage on the ground. But I think they handle this defense, the commanders do, and I think they get their win over Detroit while the Lions take yet another loss. Again, I just think I get it why they are where they are, being a one-and-a-half-point favorite, but I just think the wrong team is favored here from a power rating standpoint, kind of like Washington here, to probably eke out about a three- to six-point win. I do think it'll be close for most of the game. Scott, let's go to uh, the primetime showdown in uh, in New Orleans here. The Bucks and the Saints, we know what New Orleans has done against Tampa in the regular season since Tom Brady has gotten there. 4-0 straight up and 4-0 against the spread New Orleans. Down from a three-point underdog to a two-and-a-half-point underdog now. Yeah, and I, I jumped on New Orleans in this one plus the points. And, you know, home uh, divisional home dogs continue to cover and pad bankrolls. So that's always something that I kind of look at. You know, do I want to really try to fade a divisional road favorite and, and excuse me, a divisional home dog, and I really don't want to fade them here. Uh, the books are going to get, by the way, inundated with folks teasing up the Saints to eight and a half or higher, and I can see why. But New Orleans has had Tampa's number. You just mentioned it. Uh, they've been able to handle this team both straight up and against the spread. The dog in this series has covered four in a row. Tough to get a strong read on Tampa, guys. Dallas was dreadful on the offensive line last week. Dak had no receivers to throw to, and, of course, now he's out. Uh, they were getting no separation, their receivers, from Tampa's defense. So that 244 yards allowed by Tampa Bay comes with a bit of an asterisk, noting that they didn't face what I feel was an NFL-ready offense last week. I, I like what New Orleans defense has done to Tampa the last few years. And, and while the Bucks' receiving core is terrific, while Leonard Fournette is an absolute load, I get all of that. I'm going to back Jameis. I'm going to back Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara and the gang on the New Orleans side of the football uh, to be able to win this game. I think they win. I do like the divisional home dogs, as I just mentioned, and I think the Saints are going to continue that, that kind of trend where divisional home dogs get the money. Well, as an owner of an NFC South Saints ticket, uh, this would be a wonderful uh, a, uh, endeavor if the Saints were to win that one. Hey, Scott, we appreciate the insight. Best of luck with your bets, and we'll be watching and listening on Saturday night when you uh, join Matt. Take care, guys. Have a great one. There he is, Scott Spritzer. Follow him on Twitter, at Scott Wins on Twitter, uh, and he will be with Matt Humans on Saturday night for the Sunday Bet Prep Show. Uh, we will, uh, we'll wrap up the show. I've, I've got an interesting angle tonight regarding a team that is an absolute juggernaut in baseball, but uh, is surprisingly of a short favorite. And you might be wondering why. So we'll talk a little baseball. Final thoughts on, uh, on the NFL card. Of course, Thursday Night Football tomorrow as well. So we'll wrap things up on the other side. That's Jeff Parles. Follow him on Twitter. At Jeff Parles, I'm Tim Murray. At one Tim Murray, it is VEASAN primetime. Come on back. Final thoughts to wrap up the show next right here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the Olympics. Exactly. He's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You think I need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is VSIN Prime Time. Folks, if you're a BetMGM customer and have a friend who loves sports as much as you do, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign in to your BetMGM account and click on Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with the bo- with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get, fi- get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to cal- uh, qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Wrapping things up here on VEASAN Primetime. Jeff Parles, Tim Murray with you. Sean King. Uh, we'll see if he's back, you know, after crying away uh, following the elimination of the Reds from playoff contention. Um, tomorrow night, Thursday night football. It'll be a great one. Chargers and Chiefs right now. Chiefs laying four with a total of 54. And Jeff, when you think about the losses, Keenan Allen out for the Chargers. But you've pointed out Harrison Butker 
will not be around for the old Chiefs next tomorrow. If that game is close, that could be a big deal. If the game is not close, it will not be any (laughs) deal. But if the game is close, where we were talking before, and uh, I I think I caught JVT off guard with the question, um, because you think, oh, it's just the kicker. Yeah, but you're dealing with probably Harrison Butker's top two kicker in the National Football League. Uh, Guy is as good as anyone from plus 50. Only only guy who would take over him is Tucker at this point, basically. So that could be a factor if this game is close. You have Matt Amendola, who last year went 13-19 and on field goal attempts uh, with with the Jets. Uh, And that could end up being a thing. But the Keenan Allen injury, I really think the Chargers look they still look solid, but they were not the elite offense that right. they looked like early in the game with Allen on the field. Not a whole lot of uh, Eckler usage either. Yeah, I, I, the backfield. You know what? I'm not overly surprised that that's going to be down a little bit early in the season. They want to keep him fresh throughout the year. But I, I like Kansas City. I probably will bet Kansas City by the time this game rolls around, assuming it stays at four. I don't – this can't go to four. If it goes to four and a half, that's probably a charger play. But – at four, it's it's KC for me. That total's right at 54. We'll see what the Charger defensive backfield is made of, especially since it doesn't look promising for J.C. Jackson again. Yeah, and just looking at uh, a couple of the moves, it, it looks like there was some four-and-a-halves earlier today, at least here where we sit at Came Circa, back. and uh, it, it was bought back down. Yeah. There was actually a three-and-a-half, I want to say, earlier. Uh, late last night, maybe there was a three-and-a-half. And that got scooped up as well. So four pretty much across the board. Chargers and Chiefs tomorrow night. Uh, No college football. Two games on Friday night uh, with Louisville taking on Florida State. Florida State coming off the bye after their win over LSU in week one. And then you've got Air Force uh, on the road at Wyoming. Air Force laying 15. Um, I do want to point something out. Regarding baseball tonight, on one of our screens uh, throughout the time here uh, at the show, Jeff, has been on uh, the Dodgers network. The Dodgers last night, if you weren't aware, you might not be because they're so far and away in front of everybody, especially in the NL West, that you probably didn't know that they won the division last night. Well, they were so good, they clinched a playoff berth two days in a row, Tim. Right. Because of the nice uh, tiebreaker screw-up by Major League Baseball. So they clinched the division last night. They put up the plastic, and they were celebrating a win. Now, my question to you, they're still playing the Diamondbacks. Right now, I'm looking at it. It looks like plus 110 or so on the D-backs. Is this a spot to fade the celebratory Los Angeles Dodgers on the road where I'm sure they were having a good old time in Scottsdale last night. Here's the lineup for the Dodgers tonight. All right. Lay it on me. Taylor's leading off. Who's had a rough year. Max Muncy hidden second. Will Smith is DHing, batting third. Trace Thompson cleanup hitter tonight. Joey Gallo has kind of regressed in the Yankees. Joey Gallo again after a hot start with the Dodgers batting fifth. Vargas is playing first and batting sixth. Cody Bellinger, this is how far Cody Bellinger has fallen. Cody Bellinger batting seventh tonight in the post-division championship lineup. <laughs> in the celebration yeah, lineup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bar- uh, uh, Austin Barnes catching batting eighth, and then Hanser Alberto lines, uh, finishing out the lineup playing short. So uh, uh, no Mookie Betts tonight. No, tr- no, no Trey, Trey Turner. Turner. No Freddie Freeman. 
might not be a bad opportunity to take a shot on the Diamondbacks, who have at least been playing competent baseball over the last few weeks. And also, you look at uh, starting pitcher-wise, it's Michael Grove. He will be yes. getting the start. Uh, I believe this is his third start of the season for the Dodgers. So uh, you were talking about a couple of years ago when the Mets won the division, they ended up winning their celebration game because they had a guy by the name of Jacob DeGrom on the hill. Correct. So, so I, I mean, not that, that situation, not the same as this one. Yeah. I mean, the pride of Wheeling, West Virginia, Michael Grove, maybe he goes out and shoves against the Diamondbacks. Who knows? But uh, I would certainly look at the dog in this situation. Uh, what do you think that is a pro tip? Here we are in the month of September. There's going to be a lot of celebrations going on. Just keep an eye on those celebrations because you might get a little bit of a JV lineup the next day, a little hungover lineup, Jeff. Might be some good opportunities. I know our minds are on football. That's where my mind is pretty much solely. But, you know, recognize, oh, uh, the Guardians just clinched the AL Central. Maybe we look to back the Twins that, the following day. Yeah, they look. They, the one the one thing that's different now than it was in the past, though, the, good only, point. the only thing that you have to be a little worried about, these rosters are only 28 now in September. Back in the day, Tim, you had the 40-man rosters. You can have about four or five guys you've never heard of in the lineup the next day. You let the young bucks get yeah, out Yeah, you get the guys who were uh, in AAA Columbus the whole year getting the starts uh, in that next day. But it's a little bit different now because of the expanded but not really expanded rosters. Now only two extra slots uh, from the traditional 26 now with 28 in September. Well, I called Zach Davies back in uh... – 2013. So get me home, Zach. There we go. We're riding with the D-backs. Make sure, once again, just keep an eye on those celebrations. There you go. There's your pro tip for this hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Let's get it done, D-backs. Get this win and uh, bring it on home here for for Arizona. Um, Jeff, wrapping things up here. Um, you know, the baseball board is, is all but started except for Arizona and the Dodgers, which gets going uh, later on in the next hour. Uh, you look at Milwaukee and, and St. Louis, Milwaukee, man, another opportunity out there. I tell you what, the Brewers have got to be so frustrating to their fan base. I do a radio show in Milwaukee and every morning, uh, you know, the, the crew that I chat with feels like they're like, yep, lost again to the Pirates, lost to the Reds. The door has been sitting there. For the Brewers, I'm almost stunned, Jeff, at this point that they're still just a game and a half back and could get to a game back if they win tonight against St. Louis. And they have Burns on the mound, and they're losing right now. Exactly. So, uh, 2-1 St. Louis as they play in the bottom of the third. Nolan Arenado hit a homer uh, it, for St. Louis. That was the bigger blow so far for the Cardinals. But look, again, there, there are missed opportunities abound in Major League Baseball with some of these teams in these races here. Milwaukee's been missing them for a few months now where they can't beat the Pirates for whatever reason. The Mets can't beat the Cubs on a on, on a day where the Braves actually drop a game. Uh, which Are your is, Mets going to win the division? I have no idea at this point. <laughs> I, I really don't. I really don't. If you, it, it, changes, it changes by the day. Last Friday, I texted our guy Will Hill saying that the race was over when Atlanta took, took the, their first lead of the year, and then the Mets won their next two, and the Braves lost their next two. So I have no clue. I would like them to win a division for a multitude of reasons, uh, for my fandom and my wallet. Uh, and also, too, uh, Tim, and we, you mentioned this earlier, getting the two seed in the NL 
is so important because not only do you not have to play an extra series, but if the winner of that series, assuming the Mets or Braves do win a series as a four seed, your reward is the Los Angeles Dodgers. So (laughs) your path to make a World Series exponentially more difficult if you don't win the division. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, but they're doing a great job trailing by. Oh, they're playing, playing some great ball right to now. To the so. Chicago Cubs. Hey, thanks to Jeff Parl sitting in uh, for Sean King here tonight. Hopefully Sean's feeling better and back tomorrow. Uh, thanks to our guests, Eric Eager, Jonathan Von Tobel, Michael Severe, and Scott Spritzer for joining us here on the program. Producer Britton, uh, thank you as always from him. Tomorrow, Thursday Night Football, meaning the crew will be here. We'll have primetime Survivor. We'll be getting you ready for Chargers and Chiefs. Not a bad little Thursday starter to week number two. This has been VSIM Primetime. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.